What is up, App Nation? Welcome, oh, it is Steve Young, founder of AppMasters.com. Welcome to the App Masters podcast. Super excited to have you guys on and listening. And this is the podcast for anyone looking to drive more downloads and more revenues. And I've got a phenomenal guest. I met him a couple of years ago at the Mobile Growth Summit. And ever since then, I was like, I gotta have him on. So we finally got him on. We're super excited to talk to him. We're gonna talk all about creative optimization. We've been talking about it before and how do you test multiple creatives, what's working, and also, is retargeting working? Is it effective? We're going to find out what his thoughts are. But without further ado, his name is Simon Lejean. He is the head of user acquisition at one of my favorite apps, especially in the travel space, Hopper. Go check it out, hopper.com, or just search for Hopper in your favorite app store, Google Play, iOS, anywhere. The app is very elegant to awesome. So Simon, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Look, there's a big difference between how big advertisers spend on Facebook and their targeting and how small are advertisers. So what would you say to somebody who may just have like anywhere from three to $10,000 that they're trying to find product market fit, you know, like trying to get it out there. Would you recommend going with a big audience and targeting that way and optimizing for the conversions? What would you recommend to them? Yeah. Um, so not necessarily, you're right. Like if you don't have such too much of a budget or maybe if you operate in a b2b area or you know you know your product is for um, this demographic target for sure um, so i i helped a friend recently because that was the pandemic and he had like a small kombucha brand and he was selling in stores he was like my business is going to go down because um, the stores are closed i need to build a little shopify so i was like hey build your shopify and i will throw like a little facebook campaign for you and so i had to kind of you know, we have to work with a small budget too. And it was interesting to go back at that. And the, the way I did it was create a, a campaign and then create three different ad groups. One that was very, very targeted. People who like kombucha, like specifically was just a few thousand people in, in Quebec. And then create a second group with like broader interests. So healthy lifestyle, healthy drinks, probiotics, uh, things like that, where you reach maybe 10x the size of the very narrow group. Mm. And then the third group where we're just targeting everyone from 18 to 65 plus, right? And the same way, I think you, you start to see the theme here um, where I just throw out everything and kind of hedge my bets this way, right? And so for specific camp for like a campaign that we launched at first, like the, the group that was targeting everyone, uh, the ad group performed better because uh, the group that was targeting the very narrow interest, people like Kombucha had just such high CPCs that, you know, and, and there was not a lot of delivery and everything. So I would just recommend to run both and you can control by budget, right? So maybe always reserve as a rule, like 20% of your budget on an ad group that will just target everyone just to see if Facebook can actually do a better job at finding who your target users are than than yourself. Okay, that's interesting. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that you shared that. The so when you were doing the ad group to everybody, were you optimize? What were you optimizing on, or nothing? Uh, so in this case, it was like a small website, so not a lot of purchases. Yeah, yeah. So I would just go on the ad checkouts uh, event. Okay. Got it. So you were optimizing, not for like a click. You weren't optimizing for a click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I think if you target everyone and, and just optimize for click, that might backfire. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you blow some money away. That's how you like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's that's phenomenal, man. I like it because I was I was like writing all this down. Okay, the why I'm gonna get very granular, and that's why I like to do this. Why set it up in different ad groups versus three different campaigns? 
Um, I guess for simplicity at that point, uh, you know, that's, that's important. Um, clarity of mind so you don't have too many campaigns. But I think the reason I would do that is because you can use just like CBO campaign budget optimization. Mm -hmm. And then if you have three different campaigns, you would have to reallocate your budget manually to the best performing one every day. Whereas if you just launch and you set like a, you know, a budget at the campaign level and you can just create as many as gr ad groups as you want, if they don't perform after a couple of days, Facebook should have shifted the budget towards the best performing one. So that's why I would probably keep it in the same campaign. How is your targeting then? How do you know one, like how do you know what to show an audience in like the Bay Area? And then okay. secondly, like how do you optimize and how, does, how do you get to the point where, you know, that intent is there on a Facebook? Like, are you optimizing on a, an event type of thing? Or like, what are you optimizing Facebook side of things to, for that, for that particular conversion? Mm -hmm. I think like, uh, it's interesting because when I talk to uh, smaller companies and friends who started with Facebook, they're obsessed with the targeting. They want to know like if they can target people who work at a specific company or with this very narrow interest. When, but when I talk to people who spend a lot on Facebook, obviously like when you spend more, you can't be too narrow, but who, or people who have more experience, uh, we always, you know, end up saying that like having a broader targeting usually performs better. So at first with Hopper, we were just drawing like a I think uh, 50 miles radius around mm -hmm. an airport and say, we'll just show deals to people around that airport, uh, deals out of this airport. And we will just add like a travel intent or try different things. But eventually we just removed most of the targeting uh, and just let Facebook figure it out and optimize towards different things. So we have, obviously you start with uh, optimize for installation, just see how that performs. And then we have optimized for purchases. But for us, like I said, it's kind of hard because people, like very little people will download Hopper and buy a flight right away. Like most of the time they will search, watch, get some notifs later. Within a month, you get like a really good chunk of the conversion. You will get out of a cohort, but still like two, three years later, we still have bookings from, from these users, right? So we can't just measure bookings uh, in the same day. So then we created like, you know, other events or not created, but used, worked with the data science team and say, hey, what's the event that predicts if a user is gonna be converting or, or loyal? Uh, so watching for us, is it? So if you watch a flight, uh, so we would optimize for cost per watcher. But then to be honest, like once you reach a certain threshold of spend of like a few million dollars a month, like we just, we, we started to compare, like, should we optimize like for installs versus events uh, versus like in-app events versus conversion? And like, yeah, you get better conversion when you optimize for conversion, but your CPI is also a little bit higher. And then if you optimize for installs, your CPI is a little bit lower, but, uh, and so it evens out. So mm -hmm. what we end up doing a lot of the time is just run the different uh, optimization together. So we'll have like a CPI campaign and we'll have a, like a conversion up or targeting the same group. Yeah. Cause we are like targeting like all, right. Yeah. I don't know, to be honest, like, you know, you never really know what works or what doesn't work on Facebook. Like sometimes you will run the exact same campaign in two different ad accounts and they will perform differently. Yeah. So uh, I think like you have to accept the kind of a little bit of the randomness 
you know you have to follow the best practices but then don't fool you like it's really hard to 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 predict where something is going and i think the smart thing to do in an environment that is uh, hard to predict is to add your bets and think in a portfolio kind of strategy. And the same way we have a ton of different creatives, I like to have a ton of different campaigns. Some of them will perform, some of them I haven't touched since 2017. And I like, you know, if someone new starts, I'm like, don't touch this campaign. I don't know, <laughs> creatives are super old, but for some reason, some quality score associated with the campaign is really high. It performs. You try to recreate it. It doesn't work. Um, so you have to kind of live with that. And just throwing a lot of stuff uh, removes a little bit of the uncertainty and, uh, and gives you more stability, I find.